Chapter 73. I'm going to keep working my way through volume three on these Monday mornings. Chapter 73 is a, a short, sweet little chapter that, um, that I like, and I subsequently rewrote and added a bonus word uh, in This is Brokering, but we'll just stick with volume three back in the day. Here's what it looked like. So chapter 73 was titled Three Little Words. A great many people think they are thinking when they are merrily rearranging their prejudices. William James. So when taking an application, we assume nothing. There are a variety of words every broker would do well to eliminate from their vocabulary, including the following. Number one, assume. Number two, liar. Number three, promise. Assume, liar, promise. These are potentially relationship-ending words. And if you think about the times these words have been directed at yourself or used by you, you may recall it was most likely a very negative context. Client communications should always be a positive context. Thoughts about clients should also be positive because you know our thoughts become words and our words become actions. Every week the world over, realtors, brokers, appraisers, home inspectors, and lawyers use the words, I've never run across anything like this in my 25 years in this business. And this is the thing, by making assumptions, we jeopardize the file. By making promises, we jeopardize our reputation. And by thinking, or worse still, suggesting that anyone involved in the equation is a liar, we jeopardize our relationships and the respect of those that we are doing business with. So let's look at assume. Just because a client is 22 years old, living with their parents, we should not assume that they are a first-time homebuyer. Nor should we assume that their marital status is single. They may well, in fact, be divorced, maybe even twice. And there may be spousal or child support payments to factor in. Finding this news out a few days prior to completion will not be good for anyone involved, especially the broker. The broker will be the one put into the pressure cooker to come up with a solution. One day, you will be a broker with a thousand plus applications under your belt, but you will still not be able to read minds. You still need to ask all the questions and guide clients around all the pitfalls, even 1,000 files later, because the reality is that your client still has between zero and three mortgage transactions under their belt, and that's about it. So who's the expert in the equation? Mm-hmm, right? Behave like one. Things are not always what they seem. In fact, I would suggest things are rarely, if ever, as they seem. This is a lesson that um, most brokers learn really well over time, as we see behind the curtain in so many people's lives. And that 22-year-old person living at home, divorced, that's a real example. And that was a real file that blew up in my face, and I wrote a check for a couple thousand dollars uh, because I made an assumption that they were a first-time home buyer. They were not a first-time home buyer. They'd moved out, gotten married, had a child, moved back home. You know, all these things that I didn't even find out until the very end because I didn't ask these questions because I projected my own life onto their life. And at 22, wait a minute, I think I was actually getting engaged. Maybe it was 23 when I got engaged. So I wasn't even thinking about my own life trajectory. I was making assumptions. Don't make assumptions. And then, of course, the word liar. I hate that, right? Liar, liar, pants on fire. We should, pardon me, we also shouldn't think that the client was at any point lying to us. This is, this is not a helpful mindset at all. 
it's far more likely that we did not ask a question that needed asking. We either failed to ask it because it was a difficult and or embarrassing question to ask, or we just made an assumption that we knew the answer already because, well, we're so amazing at our jobs. We've done this a thousand times before. Always have the beginner's mind, right? Never that of an expert. Generally speaking, file problems originating from the client side are often due not so much to the client intentionally misleading us, rather they're due to the fact that this is a really complex business and the piece or pieces of information omitted, they were just things that the client didn't think were relevant. Uh, and the duty falls to the broker to be detailed and thorough. The same happens on the broker side of the file on occasions. We forget to mention a key piece of data to the underwriter because we don't realize it's crucial, especially in those early, in those first thousand files. Leave no field blank in an application. That's a no-brainer. An asterisk is not a way to fill a field out in an application, right? Fill in no fields with answers provided from your amazing mind-reading skills. Fill in all the fields with answers that have come from your client's lips. And uh, hey, if you can truly read minds, then what do you do in brokering? Find a poker game, skip this book, skip this Zoom session, go to the casino. Look, the reality is, in my opinion, clients very rarely lie. In my experience, clients very rarely lie. More often, we lie to ourselves about whose fault a file going off the rails really is. Brokers fail to ask questions that needed asking. Brokers assume clients would offer the information if you know they own three properties, have accepted offers on two more properties, are about to quit their job and open a new business are about to go sign a lease on a new truck, you know, after the contract's firm, but before the completion date, right? We just assume the clients would offer that information up, but why Why would they? They're not the experts in the right guidance. And again, each of those examples, <clears throat> that's an instance where I failed, not the clients. We are the professionals in this equation. We're meant to ask all the questions, even ones that seem silly the majority of the time. Clients may not offer information that is material to the approval, but this is simply because they don't know that that information is material to the approval. They don't know any better. We do. So ask questions and assume nothing. An incomplete or inaccurate application is the number one thing that will irritate an underwriter. Inevitably, data left out of an application acts as a thread protruding from a sweater. <coughs> and when it catches the eye of the underwriter, the underwriter tugs on it. And it can often lead to the approval coming completely unraveled. So create tight files with no loose threads. Whether the applicant is single, separated, divorced, or married is one of the, married is one of the first fields to be filled in. You need clarity. Excuse me, I gotta pause for a second here. Always have a gigantic glass of water <clears throat> a good hour before you start speaking at length. I failed to do that this morning. <coughs> Excuse me. Whether the applicant is single, separated, divorced, or married is one of the first fields to be filled in. You need clarity. Lots of people will say they're divorced or even single, but in fact, they're not officially divorced. They parted ways 10 years earlier or two years earlier, but they've never formally divorced and there's no written separation agreement. Most lenders will require a written agreement. Not all, but most. Some will allow a statutory declaration that no support payments are being made. Others will want a statutory declaration from the ex, which can be tricky. 
<coughs> excuse me, on the home stretcher. Promises, promises. When it comes to promises, this is a word best eliminated from your vocabulary completely. If you use it even in the most general sense, I promise to do all of you. <coughs> I'm dying here. <coughs> oh my gosh. This is the beauty of live broadcasting, right? <clears throat> There's like five sentences left. <clears throat> Hashtag Dustin chokes. <clears throat> if you use the word promise, even in the most general sense, I promise to do all I can to get this approved by XYZ Bank. And then XYZ Bank declines the file, leaving you with an option that comes with a slightly higher rate. Well, you can count on that word coming back to haunt you. You promised XYZ Bank would approve us. How would such a thing even be possible, right? You can't make such a promise. It's beside the point though. You use the word, you create a perception. You promised us X percent. Nope, but again, you had the words somewhere in the paragraph near the name of the lender, near the rate, and people will call things as it suits them. I know that I do, <clears throat> and I'm sure you do too. At least that's how I recall it. Don't challenge your clients on their truthiness. Don't ever make assumptions about them, and whatever you do, never ever use the word promise. Don't promise anything to a client. Life is unpredictable, and the business of brokering is radically unpredictable, so choose your words carefully. Chapter tip, thank goodness there's only one. Always take the high road. It is the least crowded road there is. Don't be too quick to let clients blame themselves when things go off the rails. First, think long and hard about every possible way that your own actions or inactions got you to where you are. Can you eliminate the possibility that you made assumptions? Odds are it's probably your own fault. Own it, fix it, Respect will follow along with referrals. Thank you for enduring that this morning. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna have to call it a day here.